Good morning, everyone. Thank you to be with us this morning. We are coming back from our Jubilee in uh, Florida. So I cannot say we are, uh, uh, we, we took a lot of hours sleeping during this time, but we took a lot of energy and we really um, are coming back with new stuff and big vision of what uh, is going uh, on the business for the next couple of months. So it's it's link of what we will talk today. I think it's linked to passion, uh, the energy that we have coming from Jubilee. Uh, last week, uh, we were presenting uh, tell our story, taking time that if we want to present something, presenting it with a story because the story will help people to understand, to create link with their own uh, life and uh, see them in the um, solution that you are presenting. So if you did not listen to the podcast, it was not live on Podbean, but uh, on Zoom, but we were on Podbean, we were on Facebook, and today all the podcasts will be put on the Teachable platform, so you will be able to listen them by book. And today, we are closing the chapter. It's a big podcast because we have two... Uh, things that we are covering, but we are closing the chapter about attraction and uh, it's talking about sales and oh my God, that this mistake, we I did it a lot of time to talk so much that I was selling and desell in the same moment because the person was saying yes and I was still talking and after, oh, I change of idea. It will be no. <laughs> so uh, I will share the podcast. Jean-Philippe, I'll let you present the subject. And if you did not share, it's time to do it. Because maybe it will help people around you that uh, they are doing the same mistake. Yes. Thank you, Sabrina. Good morning, everyone. So absolutely, I'm pretty sure that you have experienced it especially if you are right now in an MLM, okay? So we are trying like to close some sales and yes, it happens to everyone, but this thing does not happen only if you are in a selling company. It can happen everywhere. So I'm pretty sure that you've tried to close some deals which are actually uh, talking or trying to convince maybe some of your friends and uh, maybe your partner or maybe your kids even trying to convince you to do some activities. And what is happening is that as Sabrina, as Sabrina said, like they said yes, like your parents, like the, uh, the parents said yes to the kids so they, go, they can go sleep over to a friend's. Uh, the parents said yes to a kids to do an activity. Uh, a person say yes to a sale, but actually what is happening is that because you keep, you continue talking about everything, what is happening is that the person in front of you, okay, decide to say, oh, let me just like rethink of my decision. I'm not sure. So what is happening is that when you keep talking about like 
the benefits of a sale okay the person just said yes yes i will buy your things i will uh, like the person say yes to your um your, your your demand what is happening is that when you keep talking you keep talking and you starting to say okay uh, things that are actually your opinion okay and not necessarily facts that are related to the thing that you have been trying to close so when you started saying your opinion the person like always said yes to facts and benefit that you had to offer but now that you're starting to give your opinion okay what is happening is the person said well this is not the way I see the things. This is not the way I see the clothes, okay, about what I'm buying right now. So let me just rethink if I'm pretty sure. So then the person is just like, she said, okay, I will just like take that off and maybe start to think. So this is what happened. And the example in the book was really interesting because the author said that her, um, her daughter, uh, his daughter actually tried to convince like, uh, uh, his father that actually oh i want to go sleep over to a friend i want to go sleep over to a friend and like she had some pretty good argument and pretty good uh, uh things to say and finally he said yes okay it's good you can go sleep over and while after he had said yes okay she continued to talk and she said that yes that's true like tomorrow morning i also have like and uh i don't know an oral or something like that and i did not prepare and because she has keep continued talking about her um her father said yes he actually said well you know what okay you can't go to your friend tonight and she was really like offended and said dad you just said me yes and you said, well, you just had an oral and you told me. So this is your lesson that when the cell is closed, you just like shut up. Okay. You just be quiet and you don't say anything. So when you are in this, when you are actually in a negotiation or you offer a cell and the person said yes, remember that after that, the first person okay, to talk is the one that is losing. Okay, so really important. And I've done that mistake, okay, especially in my beginning in this business that uh, I was booking some party, some home party, and I had a new hostess, and I was really excited because you're like, yes, it's working. Uh, what I've learned is working so I can book other party. And what is happening is that you're so excited and you said to the person, you see, we're gonna have fun, you're gonna invite your friends, and then you keep continue. And what is happening is that it's building like a mountain for them and say, well, it's too complicated for me, so I will just like say no to you. Okay, so you like the clothes that you've just done. Okay, it's not working anymore. So I want to let you know five of the best strategy to close a sale to help you. And as you will see, it's kind of a, a, a summary of the chapter that we just did. So the first strategy is understand the customer needs. Well, we've covered that part uh, a few weeks ago that yes, you need to understand your customer needs. Really important because remember, people want to feel understood before they understand what you have to offer them. So if you exactly know, okay, 
what they want and what they need, actually, you will be more inclined to book a deal with them, okay? Because you will exactly have to offer what is the best for them. The second strategy is highlight the benefits, not just the feature. And this is what a lot of people, especially in MLM, have difficulties to do. They're trying to sell the characteristic of the products. But most of the times, the characteristic are obvious or even the characteristic is something that people can find on the internet. What is not sell on the internet is the benefits, which is how this products solve a problem of what they have. And you can only do that if you get back to the first strategies that is understanding your customer needs. So when you sell, yes, the problem and you sell the solution with one of your products and what will be the benefits for them, okay, of how it is and why, okay, it will completely change. This is such a huge advantage to help you close a deal and close a sale. Number three, create a sense of urgency. Okay, this is what we call the FOMO, the fear of missing out. And yes, obviously, this is not only a strategy, this is a technique that has been used, okay, by everybody, okay, like even the groceries, like, you know, uh, uh, while supplies last, uh, limited promotion, or only for a week, or if you buy that amount, you get this as a, as a gift. So those are all strategies that can, yes, help you book a deal. What one of the things that is, that are important is actually that it needs to be true because if the customer discover that you've been lying just to push them, well, this is this won't be like to your advantage. Number four, overcome objection. That was something that we work on a lot, especially when we were doing home party. Okay, so when you have an objection, okay, you need to get over the objection in a constructive way. You need to reassure the person and you will be able to do that by demonstrating, okay, how it will help them. So as you beginning, maybe in your MLM, as you will see, you will present the products. Maybe you will have a little bit more difficulties presenting and showing like the benefits. You will be more on the future. Then what will happen? The objection will come after your presentation, after your demonstration. So people will get with some objection. I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't think it's the best for me. But why you gain experience, why you develop that belief and that passion over your products, what will happen is while you demonstrate and because you had had a lot of objection in the past, you will be able to overcome objection while you do the demonstration. So we'll, you will just answer to all of the, um, all of the objection while you demonstrate the product. So this is an ability that you will develop over time, okay? And we all know that most of the times, depending on your products or what you have to offer, the service, the objections are actually like the five same, okay? I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't know a lot of friends, I I don't need that products, or I have a, um, another that is cheaper somewhere else. So we all know that it's always getting back to the same. And the fifth strategies to close a sale is ask. 
for the sale. 80% of the deal are not closed because the selling person hasn't asked for the sale. So always, okay, use uh, questions like, okay, so shall we move forward with this? Or use the technique that parents use with their kids, which is the oriented choice. Give two choice to the person in front of you. So it's not yes or no, is this or that. Okay, so that's what we um, we've asked when we were doing party. Okay, so are you uh, more a type of person on like uh, late at night during the week or during the weekend? Okay, so not do you want to do a party? Yes or no? No. So do you prefer a party like during the week or during the weekend? So use that oriented choice. So when people uh, are in front of it. They can decide, so they have to choose something that you are in control of, okay? So that is uh, the five best strategy to close a sale. So remember, okay, when you are doing a sale and the person said yes, just stop talking, okay? That is something really important to keep in mind because you don't want to unsell what you just already sell. So that was the first point that we want to cover with you today. And the second point, I think to close actually this chapter, this segment of the attraction and persuasion, this is what is the last thing that you need to master to be a good attraction person and persuasion person is passion. Okay. You need to have passion and this can be developed. Okay, because when you're passionate about something, you care deeply about it to the point where it's on your mind all the time. And I know, okay, you will see Sabrina will cover with you in a few minutes uh, um, signs that actually tells you that you're passionate. And people tell me that, okay, all the time. Oh, you're so passionate. That's why you're good. Yes, because this is my life. My life is my passion and my passion is my life. Aussi, also, hell, my God, I'm, I'm switching to French. <laughs> so people who sell okay, with a fervent belief in what they are selling are like more believable than those who sell with like a slick presentation or with statistic. So how do I be sure that actually I am a passionate person or I have passion with what I'm doing right now, okay, with my life, with my job, with my MLM. So Sabrina, I'll let you cover the article that we found about five, 15 signs of telling you that you are passionate. Thank you, Jean-Philippe. And this article will be on the Teachable platform, will be on the group Inspirational. Um, first of all, you need to understand that passion is something that you will develop uh, by by doing more in your job or in your hobby because the passion do we just lost sabrina <laughs> i'm Oh my God, this morning, my internet is... Now you're back. I'm back? Now you're yes. Back. Okay. Uh, my my internet is so unstable this morning. I'm doing the speed test. It's Everything's good, but 
not the Zoom for sure. <laughs> uh, your passion, you will develop them just by doing more in your own job or own hobby. So don't look for a passion far from what you are doing right now. And it's the first point. Your passion, it's about the world around you. It's something that you are doing. So my, I'm more passionate right now than I was when I started the business. Why? Because my life, it's now my passion, my job, but it's something that I developed during that time. So maybe <laughs> Sabrina, one, two, one, two. Maybe you will freeze. Yes. Okay. Do you want, I can continue. Do you want yeah, to restart? Go on. Go on. on your... I will restart my internet. Okay, good. <laughs> I will continue. So, so um, uh, number, number two. two. Okay. okay. Um, uh, just maybe, yes, turn off your. Yes. Okay. So, number two, number second sign, okay, telling you you're passionate. So, you have strong opinion. And you're not afraid, okay, to voice them and to tell them like out, out, out of the world. So it not means that you're stubborn. It just means that you have opinion maybe about your value, about what it is ethical, about your work ethic. So this will show people, okay, that when you say something, it's just because that you feel them and you're so passionate about it. But as I said, it does not mean that you are a stubborn person. Number three, okay, you are always learning new things. And this is, this is related to the previous one that you're not stubborn because people that are staying passionate and not um, uh, amair, what is amair in English? Um, ah, do, uh, I don't know what it is in English, but if you are not, um, uh, ah, what is amair? Amair, amair. I need to find it. Just a second. Amair. Bitter. Yes, bitter. So if you're not staying like bitter, if you don't want to be that type of person, okay, it's just because you are learning something new. But people that always keep saying, okay, it like in my time when I was oh when I was younger, okay, it was be it, it was better. Those type of person are actually most of the time not passionate about what they are doing, and this can be dangerous. Number four. Okay, you get excited about your work and your hobbies. And actually, this is what I was saying at first. Okay, you're passionate about your work and your work is actually your passion. And when you find that exact spot, that exact balance, this will make such a huge difference in your life. Why? Because what you're doing, okay, is actually what passionate you. So my job, okay, is not only about selling a product, it's about helping people develop themselves, get to the next level, getting confidence, because I'm excited about getting confidence and I see the impact I have on the world. And also when I see people that are impacted by that and then 
at their time, they can also have an impact and gain confidence is so rewarding, okay? Because you see that your work makes such a positive impact on the world. So if you're excited about your work and your hobbies and you're passionate about that and you can synchronize that about them being your passion, this will make such a huge difference. Number five, you're always striving to improve. So you're, you're not accepting the status quo, okay? You always want to become a better version of yourself. You hate mediocrity. So this is something that I always wanted, okay? I always want to be a better version of what I did yesterday, okay? And if I just like do one things better than yesterday, well, I seeing that as a success on my path, a success in my journey that I'm getting to. Number six, you have high standards. So if you set yourself high standard about what you know you can do and about what you actually want to do, this is where actually you can grow the most and you're becoming passionate is because you're always striving for that best. You're competitive. Well, I don't think that I need to add anything else on that. If you're a competitive person and not like you want to compete and beat like uh, beat the other just because you want to say I'm the best. No, you just want to compete with yourself and with the other because they are keep pushing you. This is what a good competitive person is. You're always moving forward, which means that even if you're doing mistakes, and you're doing a lot of mistakes, you're learning from them, and you keep moving forward, and you're not staying in that feeling of, I'm not good enough. Number nine, others notice your passion. So when people look at you and say, oh, you're so passionate, you love what you do, you're so good at what you do, this is how you know that you are always in your passion. Number 10, you create opportunities. You don't wait for the time for the world to bring opportunities to you. You just decided to do it, okay? You accomplish it, you create your own opportunities, you create your own momentum, and you're not waiting for the world to put opportunities in front of you. You have trouble turning off, which means that um, it's, and it's not negative because sometimes people say, oh, you're always thinking of your work. You're not taking like moment off. And I'm like, no, okay, you don't understand. Okay, yes, I have trouble turning off because my life is my passion and my passion is my life. And I have decided to build and to integrate my family into my passion. This is what we've called, okay, actually being, uh, having trouble to turn turning off. Number 12, you take risk because you're so passionate that you just want to try new things and you're not afraid, okay, of necessarily um, making mistakes. Number 13, you never give up, okay? You never, never give up about anything. This is how you show passion. Number 14, you inspire others. So when, when people okay, look at you and say, oh, you're so inspiring, I, I, I love the energy that you're giving me, well, it's a sign that you are passionate. 
And finally, happiness and positivity means more than anything and more than anything else in your life. So being passionate, okay, is shown by always looking for the positive side, always looking for positivity and not focusing on the negative. So as you see, passionate is not only, okay, a strategy. Passion is actually a, a, a mindset, is a mindset that you have. And when you gain all of it, okay, and when you develop your passion, actually this will help you okay being a, a more attractive person and a more persuasive person because when you have passion when you have confidence and when you let people feel understood you will be invincible with those strategies that we've presented uh, in the past few weeks so this will help you go through obstacle and become a fabulous person so this is what we want okay we want to help you use the technique that we've covered in the past podcast in the previous podcast to become a more attractive and persuasive person and this you will become fabulous and you will be able like to get to the next level in your life and also in your business so those were the two last subjects we want to cover today with you guys. Thank you so much for being with us. And now we are jumping on the French podcast. And tomorrow we are getting to a new section in the, uh, in the podcast. And we will start a new chapter that is called After the Yes. What do we do after the yes? After that we uh, convince somebody, we attract them, and we persuade them. So on that... Have a nice day and we're seeing you tomorrow at 8.